Hi, and welcome to the Movement Diaries, a no-holds-barred podcast where we'll unpack all things exercise and movement within the world of the no-pain, no-gain fitness culture. Hosted by me, movement coach Jordana Edelstein, we'll dive into why exercise has notoriously become all about self-punishment, fixing what's wrong with how your body looks, and burning off last night's pizza rather than simply feeling good and strong in your own skin. Let's have some honest, candid conversations about how to shift the all-or-nothing mindset around fitness and reclaim movement and exercise as a way to feel capable, confident, and empowered in your own body and mind. Ready to break the rules of exercise with me? Let's get started. Hey, everyone. It's episode 37 of the Movement Diaries. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Um, So here's what I want to talk about today. A couple of weeks ago, I made a post talking about my love for Diet Coke. And I do love Diet Coke. I drink Diet Coke probably like four to five times a week. And Diet Coke is one of those things that has a really bad rap. Um, There's a lot of misinformation out there around the artificial sweeteners, the phosphoric acid, and all these things in there that people say make you gain weight, give you osteoporosis, give you cancer, um, make you depressed, like all kinds of stuff um, that if you look at the research is a lot of like correlation and causation, right? So correlation is not causation. Just because two things are kind of related or connected to each other does not mean that one thing causes the other. That's correlation versus causation. So anyway, so the point being is that Diet Coke has kind of gotten this reputation as being something like really unhealthy. And that if you are someone who is healthy and takes care of themselves, that you can't drink Diet Coke. And that's also spread around to lots of things, Um, stuff with food dye in it and um, anything with like processed sugar, processed foods in general. And here's the thing, like I'm not advocating that you go and drink like five Diet Cokes a day or that you obviously only eat processed snacks or that like eating tons of sugar is great. Like it's kind of like this pendulum swinging that we go from all the way at one end to all the way at the other end. And really the reality is that life is it exists somewhere in the middle and that most of us are not going to live a life where we totally cut out these foods. I really don't advocate for that. I don't recommend it. I don't think it works. I don't think it's helpful unless you have a very specific health reason a very strong physical reaction, you know, certain things don't make you feel good, 100%, yes, then you're going to remove those things from your diet. But if it's because you're being told that you can't be healthy, or you can't lose weight, or you can't, you know, um, whatever it is that your goals are, because you're, you know, sometimes, you know, having some Milano cookies or drinking a Diet Coke or having, you know, a bag of Doritos, that's bullshit. Um, because here's the thing, I think we've gotten very caught up in like what it means to like be healthy and to eat healthy. And my belief is that being healthy is just as much about eating foods that you love as it is about eating foods that are nutritious. Um, one is not better than the other, because if you are only eating foods that are nutritious and you don't actually like them, that's not going to last very long and you're going to be pretty effing unhappy. And that's what, that's kind of what feeds, I think, a lot of like diets and sort of this idea around the language of diet culture is when you're quote on a diet, it's like, I'm supposed to be eating healthy. I'm supposed to be being good all the time. And so most people equate that with, you know, eating 
eating things that are deemed as healthy, you know, so lots of vegetables and lean proteins and low fat dairy and right, it's lower fat. And again, it's all of those things can certainly be great, but are you enjoying those things? Are you enjoying those quote healthy foods or are you eating them just because you think it's what you're supposed to be doing to be healthy or to lose weight? Because the reality is if you're not enjoying what you're eating, it doesn't matter how nutritious it is you're going to be stressed out because you're not enjoying what you're eating, which is going to have a counterbalance effect to the nutrition. And you're not going to be able to stay with it. You're going to be much more likely to have a binge, to not be able to find kind of consistency and whatever goals you're after, whether it's weight loss or not, it could also just be like feeling great. Maybe you have a performance goal um, in terms of, you know, working out or things like that. You're not going to be able to meet it. Um, You know, So it's sort of this idea that being healthy is not just about like eating quote healthy foods, or we can even say, forget the quote healthy foods, eating foods that are just nutritious. Obviously eating nutritious foods is super, super important. That's a given, but eating foods that you love is also just as super, super important. And I think that's where the disconnect is for people. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to move nutritious foods and foods that you love closer and closer and closer together so that the nutritious food you're eating you love and the food that you love is also nutritious. That's kind of what we're working towards, but not in absolute, not a hundred percent of the time. Obviously you're going to eat foods that you love that aren't nutritious. I don't really believe you ever need to eat things that you don't really like. Are you going to love everything you eat? No, but I don't think you ever need to be eating things that you like, don't like, or you're like, oh, this is just okay. I'm just eating it because it's good for me. I, I don't believe in that. There are enough varieties of food out there that you can get what you need and find things that you like. Um, so I think definitely there are plenty of times when food that you love is not going to be nutritious. Fine. You don't need to eat food that's nutritious if you don't like it. Um, and so, you know, whether, again, whether your goals are are weight loss or if you have an aesthetic goal or if you have a performance goal or if you're just trying to feel good, if you're um, strictly working on your relationship with food and kind of overcoming some of this good, bad, it's healthy, it's not healthy, I'm on track, I'm on track, off track, some of that stuff. Keeping in mind that health is much broader than just eating nutritious food and exercising. And I do want to talk about the movement part of this. Um I think health has become this word and what does it really mean to be healthy, to eat healthy, to live a healthy life? I think we think it means a lot of restricting, not eating things that are quote bad, exercising all the time, you know, cutting out foods that we've been told, you know, processed sugars and all of these things. And again, we we get in these mindsets and these ways of thinking and these ways of living and operating that are very all or nothing. You can't eat processed food. Processed food is like so bad for you. No, is processed food great for you? No, but eating some processed food sometimes is okay. Most of your diet needs to be nutritious. Again, you also need to enjoy it. Having Diet Coke is not bad for you. Like you are not an unhealthy person if you drink Diet Coke. If you only drink Diet Coke, if you don't drink any water, if you don't drink, um, I mean, really water is the only like requisite beverage. Um, you don't, it, again, it's, it's the pendulum swinging the other, other way. You're not saying I'm never going to drink Diet Coke. You're not only drinking Diet Coke, right? The answer 
as usually is the case, is always somewhere in the middle. But I I just think that um, there's so much talk out there right now about, you know, healthy eating and living a healthy lifestyle and you have to exercise like 150 minutes a week, you know, or whatever it is. Yes, movement is super important. But again, moving 10 minutes a day every day is, to be honest, a lot better than getting your tush off the couch for half an hour twice a week. And that the amount of time, that the total amount of time there amounts to the same amount, right? You're, you're looking for ways to be consistent and not to go from one end of the other, right? If you're exercising twice a week for half an hour, that's great. But then what's happening like the rest of the week? Are you moving at all? So then if you're exercising 10 minutes a day for five or six days a week, then you're, at least you're moving every day. And there's a lot of benefits to that. Um, so again, I think it's just not thinking about these things in absolutes. It's about, I don't even love to use the word like moderation, but I will. It's not thinking that the answer is at one end of the spectrum or the other. The answer is usually somewhere in the middle. And I think it's important to keep that in mind and keep in mind again, that living a healthy lifestyle, being a healthy person, that's a, that's a wonderful goal. I think to have for yourself, but I think you need to be really clear about what is the definition of healthy. Um, because that's where we get caught up. There are some people who suffer, um, from a disease called orthorexia, which is like an obsession with health and eating healthy foods and, and only eating, basically only eating healthy foods. Right. And that's, again, that's not healthy either. You need to enjoy what you're eating and how you're eating. You need to be able to go out to dinner with friends, to parties, to barbecues, to weddings, and feel comfortable eating there and know that like enjoying yourself at those things and having cake and having desserts. And if you like to drink alcohol, drinking alcohol in moderation is part of being healthy because your mental health is, I don't want to say maybe the most important, but maybe it is the most important of all, right? You can't be physically healthy unless you're mentally healthy and doing things that you love, movement, food, hobbies, time with friends, all of those things contribute to your mental health. And so if you're in your quest to be healthy, you're only eating foods that you think are nutritious and anything that is not nutritious, you're ruling out, that's impacting your mental health and your emotional health and therefore is impacting your overall health. Right? If you love Diet Coke, but you're not drinking it because you read some misinformed article that says it's going to make you gain weight, that's impacting your mental health, right? That's creating a level of stress and a level of fear around foods that just does not need to exist. And that, that permeates, that impacts us. Um, I'm not saying that like not drinking Diet Coke or drinking Diet Coke is like a deal breaker here, but if that's happening with one food, it's likely happening with many foods. And then there's like a compounded effect about how all of these things are influencing your life. So I think that really kind of wraps up what I wanted to share about this. My, my main takeaways for you here is I want you to think about what it means to you to be healthy and to live a healthy lifestyle and eating nutritious foods, eating foods, eating your well-balanced proteins, carbs, and fats, eating in a way that is nourishing, right? Those are the, that's the nutritious food, satisfying, right? That's the food that you love that makes you happy and satiating foods that are filling, which I didn't talk much about, but it kind of wraps up that's what's going to make you healthy. Um, and again, in the context of movement, how are you moving your body? Are you moving your body in some way every day? Even if it's five, 10 minutes, that's great. Or are you thinking, oh, I got my half hour workout in two or three times. I'm good. 
that's not bad, right? But how can you kind of start to shift that and um, find kind of more moderation somewhere in the middle, right? Where there's movement, you know, a little bit every day versus having like this full on workout three times a week. Um, so just things to think about, right? The, the, my point of this podcast and sharing these things, which are things that I think about, things that I might, you know, ideas might, might come up on my, on my own or when I'm working with clients or conversations or themes is to get you thinking about the role of food, about the role of movement in your life and how are food and movement ultimately helping you show up as your best self, right? We live in a culture and a society where food and exercise are so front and center and we are bombarded with messaging more than we even realize that it's, I think, becoming harder and harder to pull out of what really matters to us. What do we really need to focus on? What do we need to do to feel great? And so the things that I, the topics I'm bringing up here are to get you thinking about that, to get you to pull back um, from some of like the mainstream kind of easy sell stuff and to get you think about what really, thinking about what really works for you. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening and I will catch you next week. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Movement Diaries. If you love this episode or are enjoying this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you left a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want more information or want to learn more about me, or anything I offer, you can check me out on Instagram. My handle is just my first name and my last name, Jordana Adelstein. Website is the same thing. I have lots of free classes and tutorials and I'm always sharing. I'm on Instagram pretty much every day, sharing what's going on in my life and how to make movement and exercise a more joyful part of your routine. Again, thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.